0: thank you for plugging into this family life news podcast streaming issues driven family focused news as you and i and everybody listening knows this is such a hard time to live we've been through such a challenging time with covid and separation and economic stress we've gotten to a place where Republicans and Democrats can't even talk to each other anymore. The culture is so hard. It would be very easy if we look just at the things that are around us and obvious and apparent or base our opinion on Christianity or faith or self-help or whatever on just what we can see and just what our experience has. Talk with us about how God enters those really hard crisis times for individual lives and for cultures.
1: We stand on the promises of God in tough times like this. The promises of God are solid gold. And those promises, he is a promise maker and he is a promise keeper. So he made promises to Jacob early in the life of Jacob. He pledged to always be with him and to return him back to the land. And through his descendants, he would bless the earth. Oh, he kept those promises. He was always with Jacob. He helped him get back to Bethel. And yes, through his descendants, through his wife Leah, his son Judah, through that bloodline came David, came Jesus, came the authors of scripture, came the birth of the church. And so he kept all of those promises. And so I encourage people, even if you don't know what God is doing, lay claim to a few promises and just hold on to them. Hold on to them like a barnacle holds on to a boat. God said, all things work together for good for those who love God and are called according to his purpose. That's a promise. Jesus said, I will come back and get you so I can take you to be where I am. That is a promise. That is a For sure promise. And so rather than listen to the problems of the world, turn your attention to the promises of God, engrave them on your heart, let them be a part of your life, write them on a sticky note, and put them on the bathroom mirror, focus less on all of these problems, focus more on the promises of God, because these promises are what we need to get us through this very, very challenging age in which we live.
0: I have read and led Bible studies based on your books and videos, and this new one is called God Never Gives Up On You. What motivated you that that is a subject that people really need to hear these days?
1: Well, I'm fascinated by the main character of the book. It's a a book about Jacob, the Old Testament patriarch, the grandson of uh, of Abraham, and he's that person in Scripture that we don't quite know what to do with, because he seemed to stumble and fumble more than he stood and pressed forward. He struggled to, he he was always manipulating things or taking a difficult situation and making it even worse. And yet the title of the book is really the message of Jacob's life. God never gave up on him. God always, when God often would introduce himself, he would even use the word, I'm the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Even though Jacob was a bit of a scoundrel, God never gave up on him. So the story of Jacob to me is is the story of every person, just every person. There are heroes. There are people like Moses and Joseph who deserve a place on the Mount Rushmore of faith. But then there are people like Jacob who I see in the mirror, who I bowl with or golf with or play bridge with, just guys and gals who struggle to make sense of life, to make progress in faith, and yet those are the people who need to know that God never gives up on us.
0: As you use him as a metaphor for all of us, what was it that you found in your renewed study of the biblical character Jacob it's always tough to be the second and third generation of a superstar. Things were different in his culture mm-hmm. than the proverbial good old days. What is it about his life that makes him such an interesting character to you mm-hmm. and to the rest of us?
1: Well, and that's a great, that's a phenomenal question, because there is something about Jacob that really stands out. He seemed very impatient with God's will. You know, he's it just for a refresher course on Jacob. He is one of two children born to the son of Abraham, Isaac. So he's Abraham's grandson. And, Ab- and and Jacob had a brother named Esau. Esau was the oldest just by a split second. They were twins. That was a big deal. You alluded earlier to the ancient customs. Being first born in the ancient world of, of 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 Abraham and his descendants, that was huge. It meant you had preeminence in the clan. You inherited more than your siblings. And Jacob liked that idea. And I think Rebecca liked that idea. But rather than wait on God to make it happen, they created that elaborate story of uh, Esau selling his birthright. It's just the most wacko and weird story. But it's just the start of many such stories in the life of Jacob, in which it just seemed like he couldn't wait for God to do it. He had to manipulate. He had to adjust. He had to find a shortcut. And that's the challenge, because we tend to do the same. You know, it's hard for us to wait on God. Uh, He is so slow. (laughs) He doesn't work as fast as we need him to. But anytime we need we started adjusting things, whether by manipulation or deception. We're stepping out of God's will. And Jacob paid a price for doing so. And he had many bad things happen to him that did not have to happen. But because he had tried to take matters into his own hands rather than trust God, uh, he endured the consequences. God was ever faithful to him, even when he was not faithful to God.
0: A very special guest with us on Family Life today, Max Lucado. He is an author, a speaker, a radio commentator. And Max, what else about Abraham's grandson Jacob gives us in our time the strength and encouragement to never give up?
1: The end of Jacob's life is uh, punctuated by the saddest part of Jacob's life, a time in which he camps out near a city of Shechem, His daughter is raped, is terrible. He doesn't defend his daughter. He doesn't attack her, go after the men who raped her. He's passive. He's not involved. The brothers of the daughter attack the village. It's a bloodbath. I mean, it's a story that you never study in in Sunday school, just because it's so atrocious. And you think, Jacob, where are you? Is there any redeeming truth in this story? Finally, Jacob packs up moves the family to Bethel, where he's supposed to be all along, and there he encounters God yet again. God will allow us to feel the consequences of our bad mistakes, but he never abandons us entirely. Never, ever, ever. I would have given up on Jacob. I so would have given up on Jacob, but God never did. And I'm thinking there might be someone who's listening who thinks that God should give up on me. You know, I've fumbled again. I've cheated again. Or I've lied again. Or I've fallen again. God, I wouldn't blame God if He gave up on me, a person might be thinking. The truth is, God won't. He won't. He'll keep coming. He'll keep sending messages. He'll keep reaching out. So reach out to Him in response. Because that's that's the message of Jacob. And that's really the message that people need to hear today. So many people are close to giving up, Greg. They're so close to throwing in the towel. You know, I hate to, to bring up this somber statistic, but the suicide rate is the highest it's been since World War II. Uh, we live in a world full of division, anger, bitterness, polarization. It's It's just a hard day for many people. And what they desperate, what every person desperately needs is the proper understanding of God. God not only is, but God cares. It's one thing to say there is a God, but it's something else to say there is a caring God. And we have a caring God. We do. He showed us that in the person of Jesus Christ. But he also showed us that long before Jesus came in the story of Jacob. And so, please, if you're close to giving up, please don't. God hasn't given up on you, so please don't give up on yourself.
0: Max Lucado, a preacher, a best-selling author, an amazing storyteller, producer of Bible studies, and his latest book is called God Never Gives Up on You, the story of the Bible's Jacob, about what his story can teach us about grace, mercy, and God's relentless love. Max Lucato, thank you for joining us today on
1: Family Life. Oh, thank you so much. I hope we get to do it again.